Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What could you have got for yourself? What could you have gotten away home? Yeah... There's a lovely service here along Warwick <laughs> you, um, that do uh, Toffs, you know, uh, the wrap place where you can make your own wrap. Toffs? Toffs, T-O-S-S-E-D. No, I've never heard of that. So well, what? because you're a, you know, you're a... What, a vegetarian? Bread and, you know, bread and potatoes, man. That's your problem. What, what do you have in your wrap? 
A little bit of hummus, some uh, piri piri, you know, some rainbow slaw, you know, that type of thing. That sounds horrendous. Is it nice? It's lovely, yeah. It's massive as well. It's uh, the girth on these things are huge. <laughs> right. Did you uh, you watch football last night? Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched it. Uh, <clears throat> I was in a hotel in Wales. So I watched it on my own uh, on a laptop uh, because they weren't showing it in the bar. Are we going to win? Uh, the, I drank uh, a whole bottle of Merlot to myself. Are we going to win, win the Champions League? Are we? Huh? <laughs> are we going to win the Champions League, Alex? Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I don't see any reason why not. I mean, uh, what, a, what a big reason why not would be Barcelona in the uh, Camp Nou. They got nothing to play for, man. It'd be they'll be, be kids out. It'd be fine. Don't worry about that. They they'll still top the group, won't they? Yeah, they've won the group. Well, there you go. Then. What 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 do they care? They rather they rather us get through than Inter Milan, surely. Do you, you realise you're talking about us beating uh, Barcelona at the at, at the, the home stadium? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing that now. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it is good. It's yeah. good. It's going to happen as well. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible thing because we've got um, uh, Paul Robinson with us on the uh, 11th of, uh, of uh, December. And I can't lie; there weren't a part of me watching that game thinking, mm. "Fuck, if we lose this, like, what? <laughs> how many people are going to turn up for Paul Robinson?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no, I'm looking forward to it. I land from New York that morning, so uh, are you coming down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so uh, I'm going to come straight off the plane. I think I'll just go straight into London and then just hang about for the day and then uh, and then wow. come in. But yeah, I mean, look, that, it's great, but it gives it that night. It gives it some meaning, first of all. And, and look, in all seriousness, if we manage to do that, Christ, what a night that's going to be. Oh, mate, it'd be incredible, wouldn't it? It'd be, be, it'd, it'd be like, I think it might be one of the greatest moments in the entire history of our football club. That's not, oh, un- that's yeah. not underplaying it. doesn't matter who's yeah. there. doesn't matter if Messi plays, you know, uh, Artur, fucking the other cunts they have. Uh, do you know what? This is, this is what I like about it. It's like, name me that five players from that. Players. Huh? What, that we can't name more than three Barcelona players? I mean, I'm sure Windy and Barty would be able to, but <laughs> me and you are on this now, and yeah. we can't. <laughs> And I reckon it might as well be in the championship. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon there's more Barcelona fans that can name more of our squad than there are me and you that can name the <laughs> Barcelona squad. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All right. So what is it? Suarez, Messi, and uh, Vidal, PK. That's all I got. I've got. Uh, I've got that. Artur, the, mid, the midfielder who's played like five games. He's very, like, very good. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about them? It doesn't matter, does it? I don't really, no. Yeah. No, so, but no, yeah, no, well, I mean, you're right. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. You, you can go into, if you can go and win a, a game like that, it, from, from the position that we were in, you know, three, four weeks ago, that's, that's what adds to it, you know. And everyone would be like, no chance. You know, it's mission impossible. So, but you know, do, it'll do you be not love an element of glory. Do you not love that element, element of it, Alex? Do you not like, love that, like, that part of it that, we were out. We were so when when uh, PSV yeah. scored that equaliser, it was like doom and gloom. Now we've created the best possible scenario. I don't like. Don't get me wrong. I'd probably much rather have won the the first three games or drawn against Barcelona at home and won the next two, and then have an easy run into the next round. But we're not going to mm-hmm. win this competition. No, like there's the Real Madrid, Barcelona, 
Juventus, they're, they're the teams that are going to win this competition. Manchester City, right? Spurs aren't on that level, and it's, there's no shame in denying that. No. It's, it's fine. But what if we can create this little moment of absolute fucking glory where we qualify from this group where we have no right to? That is enough, isn't it? Yeah, uh, look, this, this is why I like Tottenham. This is, this is why, this, this is the whole romance about them, is the fact that we, we do things that people say we can't do, uh, and then we, you know, we get to the almost at the summit, but don't don't quite make it. And there's usually some type of drama along the way for it. Sometimes for us, sometimes against us. But that that's part of it. I'd rather on this game, and it goes into the last twenty minutes, and we're winning. And that feeling that you've got that that nervousness, that being terrified, or or the joy that you get when you've won it, or the heartbreak that you get at the end of it if they get an equaliser or whatever. I live for that shit. Yeah, that's what that's what it's all about. Did, was 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 there any part of you that were nervous at the end of the game last night? When they when they had that corner at the end, yeah. Uh, so uh, when, I, when... Could have, I could have murdered, I could murder, I could murder Ben Davis on most days, <laughs> but... <laughs> mate. Do you know when when he did that? He, he didn't even do anything wrong. It kind of cannoned off him. Yeah, and I, the first person that popped into my head was your big fucking egghead. Oh, no, stop saying that. Stop saying egg because I'm I, I'm I'm purposely not reacting to any egg uh, thing that is happening on Twitter. But but I want you to know because of because of what you've done. I, I want you to know with every tweet is pain that I'm going to inflict on you just <laughs> over 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 our time as friends. All right. That's so I, quite, I, I, know that. I can rest assured knowing that, that, that you will inflict nothing on me. Not not in a physical sense, this isn't like a macho part of me. I know that deep down you're too kind a person to seek retribution. You know nothing. You you don't know my past, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fucked up in the head. I promise you. I, I love you <laughs> so much. The, uh, no. the, um, uh, yes. So I remember what I was gonna say. No, but yeah, when when um yeah, I, I was I was furious. So, um, but do you know what the first thing that came into my mind was uh, I saw it come on. Uh, his Welshness is what came into my mind, right? Because I just watched that video it's just about, and you can just hear how much of a, a Welsh accent he's got. And uh, I have a Welsh wife and, and Welsh kind of extended family. And in that immediate aftermath of when of when that happened, I hated every single one of them. Uh, I, I knew, I knew just, just by him uh, conceding that corner. Yeah, I, I, it was irrational. I couldn't help it. I just wanted to scream, you stupid... Taffy, oh, taffy. Did you say taffy? No, 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 no. Just Welsh. But, well, it's, uh, is taffy too much? Uh, what it, what does it mean? What does it mean? Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to ask? I can ask the wife. Is she there? Uh, she's in the living room. I think she's watching... Um, ask her. Celebrity or something. Ask her now. Love! Love! Rianne! Come here a minute. See so you know how rich you are. There's an echo in your house. Yeah, it's massive. This, this kitchen. I am. I am loaded. It's true. Love. <laughs> what does taffy mean? I can hear you slapping me off. By the way, I'm not no, slapping you. What? Come here. What does what does taffy mean? What does taffy mean? Yeah, it's in like the world. Welsh person. Yeah, I know. What, I know it means a Welsh. Is person. it insulting, Rianne? Is it? Is that an insulting thing to call a Welsh person? One of those things you can say about yourselves. Right. But, but we're not allowed to say it about you. Yeah, it's one of them, I think. Like the N-word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so, I, I, so I feel comfortable saying the word taffy, but I definitely don't see the word <laughs> saying the, the N-word. 
yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, 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 you haven't done us justice there. I, 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 I want more. I definitely need to know more about the word taffy. Go, 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 and after you finish watching Kardashians or whatever it is you're watching, go and find I'm out what it means. Jungle, actually. All right, how's Harry getting on the jungle? Yeah. yeah. God Good. bless it, Alex. Like you do not deserve that woman. Oh, have a day off. Right, that's enough. Right, you've got to get out now. Look, we're recording in the middle of the podcast. Don't put the kettle on. You're going to make too much noise. I'm more annoyed than you. Yeah, but that's because we're recording something now. All right. Um, for the kettle. Go on. All right. Fair enough. Uh, the, um, what? Is that the kettle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn it off, mate. That's ridiculous. I don't want... Well, Hold on a minute. Look, I'll bring it, I'll bring it in quickly then. Well, we, we, we can't. It's, it's already gone. It's, it's halfway through. You can't stop it now. <laughs> so we've got we've got to do this part of the podcast. We've yeah, just... you're gonna have to wait. It's it's, it's 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 not even a proper kettle, right? It's one of these things I got off Amazon Prime Day, right? Where it's just you put a mug underneath it. It can only do one mug at a time. Right. So how many how many mugs are we making? Well, just one. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's, it's gone on. quiet now. It's gone quiet now. Yeah. Look, it's quiet. You can hear the flow. Look. I'm yeah, not interested yeah. anymore, Al. Yeah. All right. She's going now. Get your chocolates off. All right. All right. Yeah, go on. Vatongan, he came back, didn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was knackered at the end. That last ten minutes was. was... He was imperious, though, weren't he? What, what did you think oh, of in, in the Milan coming and stinking the place out? Did they stink the place out, or did they do the right thing? Or would you have employed the same tactic as they did? It, it was. I was a bit drunk afterwards, and I had a little pop at. Um, that's uh, at the Italian way, which uh, our Italian friend uh, quite. Uh, expectedly rise, rose to on Twitter. But um, I, I do think they were in a bit of a difficult situation, really, because, you know, they they had, they only had to draw. Uh, to draw and win, it's a bit of a difficult situation of how you go about it, because if you sit too much, then it just invites pressure, and, and it's almost like a hanging-on job. And, I, and as, much as, as much as I thought we were very good, I, I didn't feel like Inter Milan were hanging on really yeah it it was more i just i think they were a bit in two minds about how to approach how to approach the game well but um, when they went one deal down when, when ericsson scored that goal they came out a little bit i, I thought that the the midfielder they brought on i'm gonna butcher this but facinho facinho the guy who yeah. who played previously for west Bromwich Albion oh, like yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah, ago because yeah. uh, nangalang went off and you think oh that's great this guy comes on and at times, absolutely dictated that midfield. I thought he was excellent. But then it also goes about what, how we then reacted after the goal because you know on comes on comes Eric Dyer. You know we then we then start being a bit savvy with holding the ball in the corners and stuff like that. So it changes the way that we play. It was it was a really for, for the neutral. I'm sure it was a fascinating game really because because it was it was a how are Milan going to approach this? You know Spurs have got to go for the win. And I thought and I thought we did we started really positive. Yeah, um, positively, sorry, and, and and kind of were aggressive and stuff, but not with quite the same vim and vigor as against Chelsea, which you know is, is hard to ask for again. I was surprised at Ericsson and Son not starting. I understood it, but I, I was a bit surprised. But are, are uh, you surprised given that the fact that Arsenal's around the corner? Because we got we got a lot of crazy. I, I've been listening to Talksport. I had to drive a fair bit today, and I was listening to Talksport, and a lot of them were saying like it was like Pochettino's mistake not playing Ericsson and Son. Mm. Is that fair? It just, it's, it's the fine, it's the fine margins of it. If if we'd have gone on and 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 it had ended up nil nil, and Lamella and Lucas had stayed on and they did nothing else, and you know they were largely ineffective, really. I mean, Lamella was decent again. I thought. I think Lucas is Lucas is one of these people that has to play every week for him to be at his best, and like him coming in and out, 
it just doesn't help really anyone really. But um, yeah, I mean that's 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 football, isn't it? That's just the final. You know, you see the stick that Klopp's getting today. Um, what you know, what, what stick is he getting? Sorry, I'm well, I was getting sick about his about his selection and stuff um, with, with, with different bits and pieces and and just their approach towards the game and everything else. And, and it's like, fine margins. You know? Do you not think the media is crazy though? Because the fact they're digging out Liverpool. I I've got no time with Liverpool. You haven't either. I know that, but. They've lost to PSG, who are one of the most financially doped, probably the most financially doped teams in their domestic yeah. league. Like what they've done to the French league is uh, inexcusable. In- inexcusable. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but you know why this. You know why this is in terms of why teams, you know, and, and certain teams and stuff get more attention than that. It's because they have larger fan bases, and there's 24-hour sports news channels or sports dedicated things that rely on content, and so content is having to talk about stuff. And, and so has, stuff has to be, you know, you have to talk about it because that's that's what's coming in. You can't just say, oh, what did you think of the game? I thought this, I thought that. You know, there's got to be some, almost like a, you know, a news thing to it, something else to talk about. Yeah, so but what, what, what I'm asking is, 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 is the criticism of Pochettino when he manages his squad the way he does and uh, Klopp the way he managed his squad yesterday, is that fair? I, th- I think it's par for the course. I think... Um, I must say the BT commentary last night with Robbie Savage, who is not someone I'm massively um, you know, with most of the time, but he was actually quite, you know, he was saying how surprised he was that Ericsson's son wasn't starting. He was saying, I'm sure they'd love to start. And it's was you not wound bit. up by them? No, but he was—he kind of qualified it by saying, "Look, you know, if in my opinion, it's you know, in the biggest games, the biggest, the best players play, and I believe Ericsson and Son are better than Lamella and, Mella and Lucas." But he, he kept repeatedly saying at the end of it, you know, "But Pochettino's closer to this than we are. You know, we we don't know anything near as much as he knows about these players, this squad, and and what they've got coming up and how they're going to deal with that." There, so there, there and three, yeah, which he which he kept saying, which I thought was you know a nice quantifying thing to say. There were three people that irritated me on that evening. There was mm. Savage, there was Ian Dark, and there was the referee. I can't hate Ian Dark though. Why? I can't because he's he's a, he's a and I get how difficult it is to be a commentator because you, you can't know everything about everybody, and yeah. I don't expect him to know everything about Tottenham. But if he doesn't know everything about Tottenham, I'm going to dig him out. That's that's just the way I feel. And I'm a bit biased towards Ian Dark because why? of the box stuff. Just because of the boxing stuff. But that's stuff. got nothing like, to do with his conversation. I know, but I, I, I'm just telling you why I can't. I can't seem to, to dig him out. He was. He was. He isn't someone that just naturally grates on me. Martin Tyler is someone who naturally grates on me. I thought it was Martin Tyler. I thought it was the same person. I thought it was <laughs> like that. He just peddles a narrative. You know, Spurs are, are, are under strength. Therefore, they're going to go out of this tournament. It's almost like they're willing it to happen. I, I, yeah, I, I, I understand it. I understand the frustration. I think, uh, I, I think, particularly the commentators that are multi-sports based commentators, and there's a few of them now. You know, like you say, the knowledge is more general of what they're seeing on a, on a broader thing. So, you, so they tend to follow nar- narratives like that rather than really knowing the intricacies in and outs of, of other things. You know, there's other commentators like Jim Proudfoot, people like that 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 do nothing but football. You know, uh, at top level footballs, they seem tend to know. You know, those, those bits more. He's, he's multi-sports commentator. What was your issue with the ref? I thought he was shit. I don't really remember getting too fussed about the ref, but then I had drunk a lot of, a lot of wine, so I, I, I don't remember being... Do you, not, do you don't remember the uh, Lucas Mora penalty? Mm, yeah. 
I thought uh, there was a few book. There was a, a couple of tightening up things where where I thought some of the players were, you know, were just overly just silly fouls that should would be um, would be yellow cards. Wait, Lamella should have been sent off. Oh yeah, you know, so both ways. And that was awful. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I love it. You know, anything that means. No, that, but that wasn't yeah. passion. That was petulance. Yeah, I was. But that's my only issue with Lamella. I'm not. I don't mind petulance from time to time. But just it's got to come from. There was nothing that had gone on. You know, there was no. No, there was he, no... he he lost the ball. That was all that went on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I, he, I, he lost the ball. And lost his head ball, for a second. But yeah, part of me loves him for that. The fact that he's just so he would react like that to something like that. But he could have. Yeah, I mean that could have been bad. So I I, well, I was looking at some t-shirt designs that we're going to be having up on um, on the fighting cop very soon, and um, there was a. I was looking at Lamella's face and mm. I was thinking he's the exact type of player Arsenal would have had in the mid 2000s. Yeah. Like he he's the kind of the, the the player you would you absolutely loathe unless he played for you. And I would hate Lamella's guts if if he played for anyone else about uh, 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 except us. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think that's I, I think mean, that's fair. I mean, you just look at the last fair. three games of what he's done like in terms of the elbow that he did against I said PSV or I might be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it was PSV, yeah. And then there was a double stamp that he did against uh, Inter Milan the other night. It, it was like, it's almost... He, he kind of... He's able somehow to toe the line while being a utter cunt. <laughs> I think... And I, like I said, I don't mind that necessarily. I just think... But then it's all right, it's all right when, he get, when he manages to get away with it, when it costs us. You know, if that, if that had happened on Sunday... And it was in the first half hour, and we'd gone down ten men. I'd be livid. So you know, I'm a hypocrite with that type of stuff. I don't, I don't mind a bit of petulance from time to time. I just think it shows, it talks to the character of some people that you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, an, it's an emotional game. Particularly more creative players tend to be a little bit more, um, you know, emotive in that type of stuff. And and Hispanic players as well. Hispanic I think players. they're young men. I think we, I, I think it's easy. We forget how young some of these guys are. You know, when I was. You know, when you're 23, 24, 25, 26, even 27, I mean, you're a kid, you know, really. You know, it's not, you particularly in their world, you know, this is all they, this is all they do in most part. It's it's such a bubble that you're in that you don't always get that benefit of growing up a bit quicker because you know you're scraping around for a living and stuff. Yeah, it's just I'm not excusing it because, like I said, it was a, it was a stupid tackle to make and and he, and he should have gone off because you could have seriously hurt someone. But him as a character, I think you have to accept that. You know, he has these flaws and it's what makes him who he is for good and, and for bad, you know. It's the same, we've had this conversation about Deli Alley, you know, when he was yeah. struck temperament and, and, and stuff and, and look where he, where he is now. Hopefully, hopefully Lamella will, will, will grow as that goes on. Um, that win meant that we wouldn't finish bottom of the group, which means that we, either we qualify for the Champions League or we go into the mm. Europa League. Yeah, that is, that's, look, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but I think we could end up with I think it could be like three English teams in the Europa League at the end of this period. It could be, and part of me would like to just sack off the Europa League immediately. I know what people say about you know it's a trophy, it's a European trophy, but I just I am not interested in it. I hate the fact that Champions League teams drop down into it anyway. It's pathetic, um, and I just for me personally, I wouldn't. Uh, that's a competition I I I have no issue with, with Pochettino sacking off. If if um, if we kind of were defeated valiantly in. Barcelona, which I kind of, if my gut instinct as a Spurs fan is is that we're going to go yeah. to Barcelona, 
we will lose or draw and uh, and Inter Milan will win at, at PSV and we'll we'll go out but we'll go out with our, he- uh, our heads held high that's mm. how i see this going me too because that's a logical thing that's the, that's a sensible way to look at it we'll go we there's no chance we go to barcelona without giving everything but perhaps given our squad and given our status as a football club that perhaps everything we could give wouldn't be enough yeah um, i can't remember who's i can't remember what article i read this uh, point it might have been it might have been jonathan Liu actually but just talking about you know, it's it, Tottenham are a club that seem to be on a treadmill and having to sprint just to stay where they are, or or, or came a little bit of progress so far, and that and that progress is 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 still there, and we are still progressing. But because of the pace that we're going at now, and other clubs are going at, the progress that we're making is 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 so small, and it's it's at such a long period of time. It's almost like a like a glacial progress rather than a rapid poke. Yeah, that, that, now, that's a fair comment. The, but I think, you I think see that every aspect comes to you know us fighting and fighting and fighting, but not quite getting there. You know, and well, it's, I, it's, think, it's, I it's, think that's the same for everybody. I, I, the, the difference between this situation is it's by our own doing, in that we yeah. could have been out of sight in this group, but we're not. But where <clears throat> there is a wider issue in football where everybody is making forward steps, everyone in the top six that you, you see a diff, differential between the rest of the Premier League and the top six now. Mm. Everybody's working and everyone's playing to their best of their ability. You know, Arsenal are haven't lost a game since the the second uh, game in the season against uh, was God, it Chelsea. Smash them on Sunday. They are going to be absolutely gutted. Yeah, no, they, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. But what my point is, is that they haven't lost a game since the second game in the season and they're fifth in the mm. league. And... I think that's a wider issue uh, 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 with, with with football is that it's not Spurs' fault that we're making glacial steps forward. No, it's just the way way the way football is currently. Yeah, and I, and I think accepting that becomes becomes one of two things: it either becomes a bit depressing or, or a bit depressing and, and takes away some of that of that shine of, of what a you know what a Premier League competition you know really should be or it draws you criticism in the fact of you know you're never going to be at that at that level you know there was Liverpool fans if you've listened to Talks of Day I'm sure you would have heard Liverpool fans some of them moaning and groaning about about Klopp and yet Loads they haven't lost a game all season they're second to an incredible team you know, it's just it's one of those it's just one of those it's one of those things. Perhaps, perhaps. It's, more, it's more difficult for us. I find I find it harder, but the fact that we lost a Premier League title to a Leicester team, which is never or could might, might never happen again, <laughs> and and a Chelsea team that really we gave a head start to. You know, well, we didn't give a head start to. They they gave themselves a head start. They won thirteen games on the bounce. Yeah, but like I said, I, I think you know if, if you always look at yourselves, I think we could have. There were still elements of, of us messing that up more than more than perhaps it could have been. Through. Oh, but, like, but you're right. I think it's you know we're in a, we're in an era of an era of football, but it's just it's relentless at the minute. And that's what we talked about when we talked about the whole no signings thing at the summer at the beginning of the season. It's it's it is relentless, and unless you can have the money to be able to do these things, then you know, are you best just sticking with what you know and, and working at it? Suzuko is a can we talk about Suzuko, please? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Go I mean, on, go on, tell us. You know, you know what's amazing about it because we, we've been talking about his rise to form in the in the last six or seven weeks, which has been amazing. 
It has. It has been amazing. But it's been amazing on his level. It's it's it's, it's been amazing on, on on the foundations of which he's built himself, which was unsturdy. But yes, uh, <laughs> the fact that no one could unlock the Inter Milan defence, which was incredible for 80 minutes. Mm. And he just picked the ball up. He saw a bit of space and the entire game opened up for him. Not only that, his entire career opened up for him. And not only that, our entire hearts opened up for him. It's... I I saw someone... I'm sorry. I saw someone... um, I saw saw someone describe it as that he's bumbled his way into form, which made me... Because I thought, yeah, that's it's kind of just been coming. It's been like a, a bit of a steam train where it starts off slowly. It keeps getting that, that coal fed to it of little good moments here, little good moments there. And now it seems to be in full flight uh, and, you know, and, and at his most powerful. But do you remember when Pochettino, when we first signed him and, and Pochettino talked about the need for having someone that could run with the yeah. ball, direct yeah. and powerful. And it seems like that's suddenly what he's doing. That little moment against Chelsea where... Can't remember who who it was, but it was inside our own half. He's kind of nicked the ball, got to the ball just in in front of the other player, and it's kind of flicked it round him, and then ran past him into space, and 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 down to the right hand side. And I don't think we we finished a chance here. Oh no, it was last. No, it was last night um, yeah, for Lucas Morris' chance out from outside the box. You know, yeah. that's something that you know maybe a couple of months ago he would have tried that flick to get round someone, and that player would have intercepted it, and we'd have all moaned and, and groaned and. And as soon as that thing's coming out, confidence in football is just so underplayed, um, particularly for someone like him, you know, where you, you can tell it tends to be on these bigger moments and bigger stages where he tends to do better. And that's probably because of a confidence of a manager starting him in a game like that. Uh, and I, I, I've, I've always loved him because I'm a big fan of an underdog and I've always wanted him to do well. <laughs> I, I must admit, I thought it had gone. I didn't think it ever was. I, I would have been surprised if he was still here in January by at the start of the season. But, you know, look, Pochettino works his his work in magic again by by bringing out the best in a player um, that that we'd all decided you know was was done. Yeah, he, he's. Um, I mean, we've we've almost almost talked about Sissoko as much as we have talked about Harry Kane in recent months. In fact, mm. we've talked more about Sissoko than we have about Kane. We're talking about Sissoko in the way that we did about Bale and I think that shows something about his character and and and, and uh, Pochettino came out after the game against uh, Inter Milan and said it was great to hear the hear the crowd sing his name and he said that before but especially yeah. after like cuz uh, in that game against Milan the, the crowd was singing uh, oh Musa Sissoko like it was it was almost like it was supposed to happen Pochettino knew it would happen if we just gave him faith in it. And it, it it's hard, though. It is hard because mm. he was pup. It ain't, there ain't no skirting around the issue. He weren't just average. It wasn't average like Harry Winks was average last night. Mm. He was worse. He was terrible. But Pochettino, being our manager, and we should trust him for this, but we have to because, he, like a, we've said it a million times, he's forgotten more about football than we will ever know he saw something in him and if he he does then you just got to give it got to give it time you have to it does it does make it i sat I, and i did think to myself last night i said this is i, I shouldn't ever slag off a spurs player ever again really to same, or, or same or a scene that 
or assume that, it, that that they're done because like i said uh, you know despite what we all think we know about uh, uh, about football and you know look we talk about it an awful lot just by the dint of, of doing this thing but uh, you know, we know we know nothing, and, and and it's more so the fact that because then when that changes, because when you know Harry Winks comes back again in this season, I thought actually Harry Winks was excellent last night, but but I just think um, you know when Harry Winks does come in, he was someone that I thought you know what I'm not sure he's going to get back to the level that I think some would like him to be. Wrong about that. Wrong about Suzuka. Wrong about Danny Rose. Um, you know when he, after he signed that five year contract, we were all wrong about him after that. You know it's just it's just just have faith in the fact that, that, that they're going to turn in it. Then if they don't and they end up disappearing, like the Janssens and the Soldados of this world, then they're fine. That's happened. Just, and, and take it for, for what it is. And I've, I've learned that now. And I did make a little, I made a little vow with myself last night, not to, not to be so reactionary with players now, apart from Ben Davis, fuck Ben Davis, but, <laughs> Um, not, not to be so, not to be so reactionary with, with, with players now, particularly when they have the attitude that Musa Sissoko clearly has, you know, he could have, he could have kicked up us, you know, because you said to Bardi and Ricky the other the other day. There's no way that he doesn't, you know, that he didn't know what was being said and and what and what fans, uh, you know, felt about it. Of course, him. yeah, of course he did. Uh, so to have his attitude and to and to you know nose nose to the ground and, and just get on with it. That that's a wonderful attitude, and that that's far more important to me than um, than many other things that seem to be deemed important in football players now. And I think because. It, if you're willing to work hard and you're willing to listen, particularly when you've got the talent of the managers that we have and coaches that we have, then that's that's where you, you know that's where you'll you'll grow. And we need to remember that at times. Yeah, I think so. I think if you're in the stands and you and you're a part of the groaning masses who lament a uh, missed touch or a, a miscontrolled pass from Musa Sissoko, uh, if you think that that doesn't have any impact on another human being, you're fucking mental because you like. I guarantee, I guarantee, whatever the the vocation of any of these people are, whatever they do, if they're in in their job and there's like uh, people around them, their peers or people that uh, the clients, which is what we are in terms mm. of football, that go, yeah, you're shit at your job, and they're like, oh god, fuck, I've got a mortgage to pay. I've got, uh, if everyone thinks I'm shit, how can I do my job? Like yeah, you, you have no fucking idea, really, what that feels like to have so many people like boo you or to to chastise you or to tear apart your ability to do your job. Like imagine you doing what you do, and you walk into a client and they go, <laughs> "Imagine that, Al." I tell you what, Al. I tell you what's going to happen. I tell you what's going to happen. I tell you what would happen in that. They do that. And then within an hour, they'd have bought about six grand's worth of product off me. But that's like that's because you're you're uh, Lionel Messi of the uh, eyeglasses world. <laughs> but, but but what I mean is, I, I do think I do think some of it is part of the course because they're in they're in a public sphere, you know, like you know, in the, you know, it's not it's not true in terms of say that we pay their wages as, as paying fans, but as paying fans, you're, you're going there to be entertained. Particularly now, if we're being treated as clients and that type of stuff, we're, we're, if they're going to treat us like clients, then we're going to treat them like a business. So 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 we expect to be entertained and, and for players to hit certain certain levels. Now, groaning, you know, I'm not going to lie, but when there's a misplaced pass or from anyone, not just Sizoko, misplaced pass from anyone in, in a certain position, you know, I'm the first one there going, oh, Christ, but. <laughs> it, but it's not 
you know, it, it goes, sometimes it goes other levels when people are just, you know, I've been sat down in White Hart Lane and Wembley, you know, particularly lower down, closer to the pitch. And you can just, you can hear people actively shouting stuff <laughs> at, at players. And you're just like, that helps fucking no one. That doesn't help you have a better day by us, you know, with them performing better and, and winning. No, it doesn't help them. The it doesn't is, help anyone. The thing is, it does, it does help them. In that moment, it helps them because they get that little bit of negative energy out yeah. into the ether. And that, but that, I think the general thing of what we're saying, though, is, is that, look, you know, we, we have to start having, we, we have to remember that uh, even players at their lowest bit, like, like I was with Ben Davis, you know, and I, when I came on the end of last season, was like, look, I'm sorry, because he's completely proved me wrong. As it happens, he started to prove me right again at the start of the season. I think he's turned it around a little bit. I thought he was fine last night, to be honest. Um, I, I thought his delivery was average at best. Well, he no, is average. less than average. Yeah, that's 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 the, that's the truth of the matter. But that doesn't mean he's no, not something. No, that no, Alex. What, what average is like a uh, fucking Leicester City left back? Chilwell. No, I don't, I'm, I'm, I have an issue with this whole average thing. I, I I agree that it's what you're putting it up against. But we've just said about the top six. You know, the gap between the top six and the rest of uh, the rest of the league. I think the rest of the league is much of a muchness, and I don't think. I think if Ben Davis was playing for any other team in underneath that top six, I don't think he's someone that the rest of the top six would be clambering to sign. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think Pep Guardiola is coming coming to sign Ben Davies anytime soon. No. But but that doesn't mean he doesn't deserve our our full support whilst whilst he's here at Tottenham. Well, will you give no. it to him then? Well, I, well, I would. I do in public, just to you guys. <laughs> I tell. Uh, we've got North London derby this weekend. Um, it shows how far we've come. Given the fact we're 40 minutes into this podcast, we're only starting to talk about Arsenal. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah. Uh, we've only won once there. The, only, the last time I can think that we won, we beat Arsenal away, there, there was obviously the Kabul header, mm. 3-2 in 2000 and I want to say 2010. I'm not entirely sure, but I think it was yeah. 2010. And then before that, I think it was a 3-1 win in 1991 with Ian Hendry scoring. So... I can't like other than that we don't beat Arsenal away. No. That said, at this the, I I think Arsenal are primed for us to to fucking dick them. And the reason why I say that is because they rely so heavily on their forward line, which is incredible, don't get me wrong. Is but, it? I mean it is. Yeah, Aubameyang. I uh, I Lacazette, Lacazette's not playing, but Aubameyang, uh Mkhitaryan, Ozil, like those players would fit into most they they would go to other top six sides, all of them. Mm, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So that's fine. That, uh, we accept it, but it, it's what they do at the back is where they they're gonna have issues, and they play a high What's line. The Bournemouth game. Sorry. I mean, the Bournemouth game. You know, if if the amount of problems that Bournemouth were causing them, you know, Bournemouth weren't really playing that well either. You know, really, that that's where it will go down to. Look, North London derbies are, are different. But I'd like to think that if these last two games have taught us anything in these big games, maybe we're starting to grow up a little bit now and say, you know what, these big games like this, you know, where where we really want to start making a, making a mark on on moments like this, then you've got to go out and fucking early for that for the juggler. Pay, there's no point sitting there sussing each other out for twenty minutes. Fucking do it. Do do you see you any know that you're the best in the league at doing what you do, and right. we are. Oh, oh, that that might not happen. We might we might go into this game and it will be a little bit touchy at the start, but that won't because that won't be because we don't understand the gravity of the situation. No, 
they, they'll go out there and do their best. Like, Harry Kane understands it. Deli Ali understands it. Harry. No, Wilson. no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying they don't understand it. What I'm saying is, what I, in terms of in terms of the the gameplay and the, the 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 idea of how we do it, I feel that we've gone into certain big games like this at the end of big weeks or at the end of a period of, of, a, a, thing of a thing of games, whether that run has been good or not, and been uh, and always and always gone on the not on the back foot, but just. I don't know, just not as... The, the, the first 20 minutes oh, against Chelsea yeah. and the first 20 minutes against Milan, that's, that's how I hope we start against Arsenal because I think that's a, a something that we're very good at, at doing and it doesn't matter what the other team does because we're going to be better at doing that than they will be. Oh, let's take you back to uh, the semi-final against Portsmouth. Um, oh, I, don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to, but I'm going to because it's going to end up being better. Okay. We, we lost that game, didn't we? 2-0? Was it 2-1 or 2-0? I don't know. I cried at the end of it. I know it, was two, it was two. I think it was two nil. Portsmouth were rele- rele- relegated that season, and the next two games we had after that was Chelsea and Arsenal at home, and we beat them both. This yeah. that was that was during a period where we had, I mean that that was two absolutely insane results. Now. Beating Chelsea at home, oh, like it was an incredible performance. Don't get me wrong. You listened to the, the last podcast; it was incredible. We like. You could see how happy we were, and, and I was very, very happy that the fact we've beaten Chelsea. I, I weren't surprised that we beat beaten the Milan. No, you? no. And if we go out and beat Arsenal, I wouldn't be surprised. That's how far we've come. Hmm? Yeah, I, no, I agree completely. Yeah, I'm not. Be, I, it, the, 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 Arsenal are a good side. They're a good side, but we've beaten good sides. We've been we've beaten better than good sides. Yeah, I just hope we don't. I, I, it's a North London derby, and I know that you know they know how much it means. It means to the fans, and sometimes that no, they don't. They don't. don't. The fans know how much it means. Their, their team have no idea what it means. Their team. No, I mean, no, I, I think the Harry Kane's and Harry oh, Kane's oh, 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 Harry oh, teams. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I think sometimes that that breeds just a little bit of nervousness or just a trepidation about this, particularly the first 15, 20 minutes of these games. But what I'm saying is, is I, I hope that they just that they treat, they don't give Arsenal too much respect because they don't deserve it for a start because we are a better team than them and if we do what we do best it doesn't fucking matter what Arsenal do. If you look at the crux of our side, that it's full of people that understand the North London derby and understand what the the commitment that needs to go into that game. Vertonghen, mm. out of error, all, they've all done it. Um, Trippier, if he was there, he would have done it. Uh, Davies, he's done it before. Obviously, Kane, Deli Ali, Winks, uh, the, the Lamella, Lamella, he loves it. Lamella, Lamella's like a, a shining example of it. We've got a team of six or seven players through the crux, you know, the spine of that side who understand what the North London derby is all about. You look at Arsenal, you look at their manager. Well, what's the manager going to say going in there? This is the North London derby, you've got to go. He doesn't have a fucking clue. Well, it, that, what's that, a Bamiyan going to go in there and go? Worry you, that huh? worries me a bit. What worries you? Well, it does worry me a little bit, but you know, it's coming into it, into it fresh, and that they 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 may treat it just like another any other game that allows a little that, bit of arms for them. Alex, that isn't the reason why we lose. The reason why we no. lose is because we we have a lapsing con- con- uh, concentration, or we don't play the way we're supposed to play. The yeah. fact that they don't. They have a like a fresh look at the North London derby. He isn't going to help them. Torreiro in midfield, he has no fucking un- idea what he's getting involved in. 
Yeah, well, look, I, I, I hope you're right. But I think the bottom line is if we play the best we can play and Arsenal play the best we can play, there's a, they can play, there's only one winner and that's us. Yeah, that's true. But if, you, if we both play the best we can play, there's only one winner. If we both play the best we can play and one team understands what this is all about, then it's a fucking drubbing, son. Yeah, I can't fucking... I, 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 I'm going to be... I thought I was in the air because I fly to America on uh, Saturday uh, and uh, I'll be just finishing with Wilder and Fury uh, and then watching Spurs-Arsenal at three o'clock in the morning, I think it will be, in Hawaii. So um, that's going to be unique. That will be unique. Uh, just, uh, I mean, that's it for uh, the Fighting God podcast. But before we end, um, mm. there is a big night of uh, boxing on Saturday. Okay, that's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. It's uh, uh, so much like Tyson Fury now that he's lost a bit of weight. It's ridiculous. I, I saw a, I saw a YouTube video of him. What did you say? You look like him, or you like him? Me and Tyson Fury could be brothers. Honestly, we do that as the caption. We'll do. Well, we'll let's get a picture of Tyson Fury and me up next to each other, and I bet you that it's uncanny. Alex, you look most like uh, Tyson Fury when he was like on his knees in a. In a house party, you know, you know that's not true. A four hundred pounds, <laughs> doing coke off of uh, a bedside table. That 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 that's you. <laughs> what have you got that picture of you? I, I thought we'd lost that picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've lost a bit of weight. Fair play. Cheers. Cheers. Right. Are we done? Are we done with this? <laughs> this fucking hate Skype shit. This is nonsense. I know, I know, mate. But um, it, it, it needs must. I didn't want to do this, but I'm happy that you're with me. Good. All right, can I go and eat now? I'm fucking starving. All right. All right. It's not the ending, I hoped. Well, uh, but, but, no, sorry, I've stopped it. I've stopped it. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.